Hola loves, welcome to another episode of Alternative Perspective with Vivian. My name is Viv and welcome to the show. Today we have a very exciting topic. Today we're talking about central seduction, being sexy, embracing it and other women that give us that um, prompt to do so. So first of all, let's talk about being sexy. <laughs> One thing that comes to my mind firstly when I think about being sexy is how sometimes you not sometimes let's just say it's part of life to come across certain women that are threatened by your sexuality and are threatened by how connected to yourself you are i've had situations in which i've experienced very almost close to aggressive behavior whether it's verbally or physically from women when i've been out in the club dancing gyrating when i dance i when i dance it's like i'm a snake i am moving centrally i am rubbing my hands on my arm my legs excuse me i'm a woman in command of her body and music and my body we are one so sorry that you don't have that that doesn't mean that i should drag my arm so aggressively in order to tell me to stop dancing this is why i have an adverse reaction towards jealousy I can accept jealousy as a human emotion. In fact, one thing I'm very bent on is accepting the spectrum with which humanness occurs. So I'm okay with emotions. It's the projection of emotions that aren't somebody else's. No, it's the projection of your emotions onto someone to make them kind of own your feelings to take responsibility for your feelings god forbid that's not my thing i don't take responsibility for people's jealousy secret competitiveness you know being into me i don't because that has nothing to do with me you have your emotions so keep it within your boundaries and for us women if you are you know approached a certain way in regard to how you show up as a person from another woman don't be afraid of not being polite i think it's best to we should stop trying to be likable a lot of things we let slide i'm not saying be an aggressive person but be an assertive person be somebody that sticks up for themselves, stands up for themselves. You don't have to be aggressive and standing up for yourself. I know a lot of us Nigerian women are like that. When we're standing up for ourselves, it means we're shouting. You know, shouting makes you look like a crazy person. Been there, that's why I can say it. Shouting makes you look like a crazy person. But being level-headed while standing up for yourself, having a calm, stern voice that is too low and appropriate changes the game. So, yeah, so I've had adverse reactions towards my sexuality. I would be honest with you, and it may seem braggy, but I know that that's the way that I talk now and I'm okay with it. When I speak, I speak from a place in which I heal myself because in my world, I am my queen. I wake up with me every day. I go to bed with me every night. To the end of time, I am my companion. So I heal myself, especially coming from an environment and society in which people were bent on criticizing us in order for us to stay low and down and to not have high self-esteem shout out to them if they're listening to this they know themselves so due to very strong severe criticism in different aspects of the environment when we were growing up before i came online we already oh we 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 know more uh, more familiar with negative speak and aggressive speech and backhanded com um, comments and snide comments and passive aggressive remarks that's the kind of language that i grew up in 
that's the kind of language that I grew up in. That's the kind of language that we're surrounded by. Kind words, we're not, in fact, we're not very much. So what am I saying about that? How did I get here? Because I really actually started to express from a personal point of view. Point being is that I want to be, I, I want Ottoman to be aware. Okay, yeah, I will trade off. My point is that, so when I speak of myself, I speak of myself as if I'm speaking about the highest woman in the land. So please, you know, if it's a bit jarring to the ears, you can just like, what's the right word? You can either decide to leave or you can get accustomed to it. Because from you hearing me speak about myself, I believe that then you can adopt speaking like that about yourself too, if you don't already. I don't know why I wouldn't want to put myself on a pedestal. Once again, been surrounded by people that even me, complimenting myself and making myself feel good and healing myself they take oppression to that and I'm not around those kind of people anymore I'm very selective about people that I I surround around me because I am a gift to those people and they they affirm it each and every time when I remove that gift so what are we saying yeah you guys call me on a good day because first of all I have been fuming all week I've been fuming all week because I'm going through different changes and one thing that I know that is affecting is how I speak my truth. And that's why I started this podcast in the first place. So let's keep it pushing. I am a woman that is very in control of her sexuality. In fact, I don't even know how much of an impact it has on the environment until I receive the aggressive reactions from people. I'm so sorry, yo. I'm not that kind of person that's going to tone down her volume because it's too loud for people. If it's too loud, close your ears, walk away. I'm not the problem here. And that's how you should refer to, that's how you should address things when you get that kind of energy from people. So I very much know that I have sexual energy that is very natural because I don't think about it. It occurs, you get me? It energizes me because that's truly my power source. And when I lost myself was when I, lost hold of my sexuality because I was really surrounded by women that were trying to vilify me for being sexual without trying you know when you're and please it may sound mean but it's truthful you know when you're basic and you're not that bitch it's easier to try and demote a bad bitch to your basic level as opposed to you trying to ascend to the bad bitch level take it as it resonates so my point is that being sexy is really a rebellious thing in society amongst women as a community and amongst um mixed society as a whole because i don't want to speak and address the males and the way they regard sexiness because this is a women's space i want to focus on that energy between women right now so being sexy so I know the energy that I have. I know how my sexual energy is. I had to learn based on how I was being treated by both men and women, you know. I had to learn what I had. I had to learn how it worked, which is why I the last episode I had on here was knowing your energy. Once you know your energy, you know what to avoid and you know what to go towards and you know why your energy has a certain reaction towards people and how to attune it you also know who is for you and who is not for you so my sexual energy the, the tension from women was, was a lot and it doesn't make me mistrustful of women it makes me very trustful of the right women so the ones that i got those negative energies from you know close friends family all of that that doesn't matter it made me affirm myself even more because if you look at it these women that are trying to bring you down for not being for being sexy aren't as sexy as you are is the truth because 
I know myself when I'm content with something that I have, I wouldn't go around looking <laughs> at people and trying to bring them down for that same thing that I have. I wouldn't, I would, I would uplift them. But when people lack a thing or a core in a space of limitation and they fixate on what you have and what they don't have, they will try to vilify you and bring you down. And if there's one thing and a topic and class and course and module that I'm very well versed in, is the understanding of why people bring people down and the art of it and how to identify it. Oh, yes. Yeah. So if it sounds like I speak and I doubt, if it sounds like I speak from a place in which it comes from a victim mentality, that's not it. I'm speaking from that perspective because that was my reality for close to 28 years. You know, the bringing down, there were still happy moments. It's not all gloom but the gloom definitely ruled more it was stronger so yeah this is me being honest because you know honesty is really sweet and that's what i'm practicing now in this um period of my life so the reason why i brought up being sexy as a topic was because of chloe bailey i love chloe bailey first of all i love beyonce so i love that chloe bailey and hallie stand out really well i love that chloe once Chloe reached a certain age, she started to explore sexuality more, and I could just relate to it. When I started entering my sexuality, like I said, sexuality is easy for me. I can never, it does, it can't even ever be a brag. It's just a natural thing. It's part of my personality. Sexuality is so easy for me. So at the but at the time when I was blossoming and blooming into it, it was all over the place. It was, I would like to say sloppy in the kindest way because I'm more refined now. But it was out there and I don't mind it. You're young. Chloe is exploring. Chloe, oh, Chloe. She reminded me of myself when I saw a few videos. And But the thing that really made me upset and pissed off, I wanted to use that, but then I changed my mind. What made me pissed off was most of the comments that were negative that were coming towards chloe were from women saying that she's trying too hard saying that she shouldn't force being sexy that she's too young she hasn't grown yet so annoying chloe bailey is naturally effortlessly sexy maybe because i see myself in her you know even if she's younger and that's one thing that women older women tend to try to be beyond not they try to be beyond learning from women younger than them i think women younger than us are wiser because they are what's the right word as we get as the generations um what's the right word as we have more generations coming in they are more risk takers than the generation before them you know what i'm saying so chloe really is in her 20s early 20s i'm in my late 20s i'm a woman that is self-actualized now and i'm so happy to say that and seeing Chloe in that phase, that experimental phase, trust me, when you're being, I don't know how to explain, and I'm, I'm going to be very raw and honest with you about being sexy. So that for women that feel as though they are um, sexual and they are unsure of it, for women that want to know what it may feel like for us that it comes to and we exhibit it, this is for you. So basically, what being sexy feels like for me, especially after watching Chloe Bailey, being sexy, remember how Michael Jackson used to pop his crotch all the time? That's what being sexy feels like for me. It's like, it's like, okay, there are guitar strings in my um, yoni area 
and there's something plucking on those strings in the right vibration i'm vibrating in my sacral chakra oh when you feel you feel turned on that's the word you feel lit up there's a time when music just comes over you and that's why i said that when i dance i'm moving like i'm a snake it's the best way for me to get into get into the flow with the music i have to rub every aspect of my body in the i'm not even trying to be sexy i don't rub like i would say i rub my boobs or my ass no i will rub my shape i'll give a silhouette i'll rub my face my neck like trust me me i know where i'm coming from i come from a line of real uh no i come from men that know how to do shit that's the truth from this life and from past life so it's natural you get me that is what that's what feeling sexy being sexy is like it's flowing if we're forcing it trust me it will feel like music that is disharmonious but like when it's real, you're in flow and the music is like sexy, you know, guitar, Spanish music, Latin music, how they play those, oh, yeah. <laughs> that is it. Yes, once I make that sound, I've reached the point I was trying to make. So being sexy, like, okay, for example, a few couple of videos I've watched with Chloe Bailey, like Chloe Bailey's, Chloe Bailey reminds me of myself. It's being sexy for some right it comes in different ways i wish to speak for the ones that it emits to their paws they don't try it just happens do you get what i'm saying that's chloe bailey for you curves lips you know uh everything she has it um there's a video that chloe bailey did on instagram live one time when she was um announcing something and she was um licking a lollipop and she, she looked amazing i'm laughing because people were saying it was so false and whatever you guys really need to focus on your own journeys leave my girl alone being sexy is a personal and private journey it is annoying and me i don't have the patience that's why i use that word it is annoying right and sanctimonious to try and dictate or shame or mold or frame how a person that is in you should be sexual you have some nerve and audacity you're not allowed in this space we don't do that here being sexy is a personal thing it's a natural thing as a natural gifts some people have it more than others and some people know how to use that gift very well what we are blessed with on earth is different you look at your own tools and decide how to use your tools and resources to get to where you need to go because i can assure you that i need that my sexiness to take me where i'm going you may not have been giving that much because you don't need it to where you're going everybody's journey is different and the and the gag is you chose this journey for yourself and if somewhere along the line you decide that oh i would actually want more sexiness for this journey you can bring it into your life the power lies in you so please all my work stems from me producing work that tells people to face their work face your work face your life face your journey why are you looking at me and what i'm doing why are you looking at how i'm expressing myself and trying to control that how you don't even know me and i don't know you and i will never know you because you do that i hate to be policed and i hate to be like monitored so that i'm not expanding too big let me tell you something let me tell you something whoever it is when i feel that thing that energetic tug that energetic need of you wanting me to be small 
oh, it's the worst message you can send to me because energetically, I will break every container you try and place into me. I will expand and fly and you will never catch me, nor see my wings. So that's just how I feel about being sexy. It's a stay in your own lane kind of thing. And that's why people need to leave Chloe Bailey alone. Chloe Bailey, when she came out with that song, why have I forgotten it now? That's first, that song, oh my God. Treat me, thank you. Treat me. Oh, there was a time when she was sitting down in a on a, on a chair in a room that was like um, sprinkling water from the ceiling, right? And she was popping her crotch. Being sexy, literally, that is that feeling. You just there's something rumbling in your sacred sh- chakra place, and you need to pop. You need to. <laughs> God, it's an energy. You either have it or you don't. I'm sorry. Anything can be created. So you can bring it if you don't have it. But being sexy is something I celebrate because sexual energy is creative energy. Sexual energy is healing energy. And I'm a woman that possesses both. That's the truth. And that is why I say know your own energy so people cannot dictate to you who they think you should be because that's audacity. And they should never bring that kind of energy towards you. Creative energy is sexual energy. Healing energy is sexual energy. I have a lot of sexual energy. I'm highly creative. And I have wells of healing energy within me that I used to heal myself through my art. I am a magical being. I am a a beautiful being. I can see these things inside of me and appreciate them because I now know my energy. I've observed myself. I've sat with myself long enough to know who the fuck I am because I am that bitch. And the thing about being that bitch the same way it is with being sexy and being chloe bailey is that you don't have to try too hard all of this what you see is what you get as i express is what is meant to be expressed there's no limit there's no regulation there's no you know hindrances or limitations from outsiders you work on yourself you look at yourself try and if you want to be sexy there's no there's no harm in wanting to be something that you're trying to vilify just don't vilify it ask about it research learn a lot of people don't want to do the bloody work they want people to do the work for them and that's why they find it easier to tear people down because if you tear people down to come down to your level then you don't have to do the work of climbing up to their level you're a basic bitch whoever it is i'm speaking to you're a basic bitch if you're doing that my audience and that's why i cater to my audience i feel like my audience and are women that have struggled with identity based on the fact that they have been around people trying to tell them what their identity is and they are around people telling them what their identity is because said people don't want their real identity to come out so that they can be expansive they want to be able to still be around you because the only way they can be around you is when you're in your limited view of yourself hello thank you so if i have this warrior (laughs) attack mode speech thing yes that's how i am this is how I really speak. In fact, this is training for what is to come later on this year because I know things are about to happen and I have to sharpen my tool. My voice is my tool. This is my training ground, this podcast. So thank you. I hope the messages resonate. Like if you're a woman that is oscillating between or trying to figure out what she is, who she is, what kind of energy she possesses, girl, just take your time and relax and allow it to come to you. But in the expression of your full self, especially when it comes to sexuality, because your sacral chakra is your second chakra. 
your first chakra is your root chakra, meaning security, safety in self. That's how I see it. I mean, it could be safety in your environment, but if you were raised in environments that were not exactly safe, you don't rely on external environments for safety. You become your own internal environment of safety. So root chakra has to do with safety. Sacred chakra has to do with creativity and sexuality. Oof, that's your second chakra, meaning that you need that. As a woman, you have periods, you have a womb, your baby comes out of your womb. That is your battery. That's your generator, your sacral chakra, your sexuality. That is why sexuality has been vilified in religious sex. They try and make women to be puritanical, if that's the word. They try and regulate or what's the right word? Police. There's a word I'm trying to look. Yeah, let's say police. Police, the way women should have sex. They said women should be virgins before marriage. They didn't say men should be virgins before marriage. There's always been this construct around the sexuality of a woman. And this is the year we should break them. This is the year where... This, this is the year where it comes out. And one thing I've realized, and I think I would have to speak on social media pretty soon, and how I use social media to find myself. Sexuality is going to come out in women even more, and it's not going to be performative it's not even going to be needed to come out through artistic expression. I used to use my sexuality a lot in my ass, which I enjoyed, but I felt like it could be commodified. I'm doing it by me being sexuality. Sexuality is a, is a feeling state, is a being state. You can't force it. You can't fake it. That's why when you try so hard, you can never get something. So, yeah, this literally was such a refreshing ranting kind of episode i love it. it was actually very raw and organic i don't know if anything else comes in okay but maybe i could give you a few i want to tell this story because it was a story that was a very defining moment for me in amongst many in my identity i remember obviously i was in viva at the time i was in london and i was in london for um oh yes i'm saying this because i'm speaking this place from a place of hurt and to release it i was in london at this time this was years ago and i was in the club i was with um a family friend in the club i think it was just two of us and some people some other people we came maybe we were four and we're dancing it was obviously nigerian music i was looking awesome i can't even remember what that dress is now because i wore this sexy leather dress Okay, I can't remember. Okay, I remember. So, yeah. I wore this black dress. I was really into... I'm really into black dresses and when you go out as well. So, <sighs> I was dancing. Once again, I'm dancing. It's a sexy song. I'm moving my hips. I'm whining. I'm rubbing my hand. Do you know what I see? And honestly, yes. Yeah, yeah. I say yes because maybe it's by vocalizing certain things you've been through in the past that people can actually be able to relate to you there's a lot of self-analysis and external analysis of the world i'm going through right now and a lot is coming up that i'm happy that i have my avenues to express differently to understand where i'm at while i was dancing having fun the family friend that i've known since i was young even though there's an age gap between us I saw her giving me the dirtiest look, secretly, the dirtiest look. Now, because I've already been 
I've already, um, what's the right word? As a word, deconditioned myself around dirty looks. I just pretend I didn't see it, but continue dancing. All of a sudden, this haggard man, okay, it's not haggard, his behavior and personality was haggard, came up to me, tapped me, and said, You need to calm down. What is happening? I don't, okay, no, I'm not going to lash out. I turned to him and I said, You need to calm the fuck down. Do you know me from somewhere? Why don't you mind your bloody business while I dance and mind my business? <laughs> and I told him to fuck off. The shock. And let me tell you something about bitches. Because I wanted to, I was wondering whether or not this would be a podcast in which I use foul language. Yes, it is. Let me tell you something about bitches. They say something smart. You say something smart and retaliation. They retreat into their shell. After I stood up for myself and I told him to fuck off with and give him the finger, why was he now scared? Why did he quickly run away to hide? You talk out of your, you talk out of your hoo-ha and you expect me to take it. Oh no, that, that, that's where the story ended. I, I was pissed. The family friend was holding me back that she calmed down, blah, 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 blah. And what now happened after, at the end, when I was like, I'm so pissed that that guy said that. What did she say? She said, but he's right. You need to calm down on your sexiness. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's what they always say. Surround yourself with people that are on your level or on the level that you aspire to be on. So it's not that you would ever have to diminish yourself or deem yourself to be seen or to get along with everybody when she said that in my brain i knew that this was not somebody that would be seeing myself be in a relationship with long time and true to form the relationship fell apart later on that's when i realized that these are the kind of energies i don't want to be around because let me tell you something hanging out with my best friend girl is steady hyping me on a low talking about how good I look, talking about how sexy I am. I have, and these are women. These are women. I have um, cousins that are older as well that will call me sexy, that will say, wow, you look so good. You're the, you know, heal me the same way I heal them. Because let me tell you something. What people give me, I give them back. Oh, I even multiply it. And that's why I know that when you have a friend in me, you have a friend, you really do have a friend. And if we keep it, I don't go come with that foolery of i hate you but i love you i'm not hot and cold i know how i feel about you you know but people come to me or try to because they can't stay long when they do that when people try and come to me with that hot cold i like you today i don't like you tomorrow f off i'm the real <laughs> i'm the real gift here like i'm gifting myself by being here and i'm not going to be around somebody that tries to take from that so don't do hot and cold but still want to be around you. And that's something I'm going to write about, um, to talk about later on. There was something I wanted to talk about, a topic I wanted to talk about called societal programming and how people act a certain way and it's normal. And I want us to look at it so that we can see whether or not I am crazy with my alternative perspective on it. But that hot cold thing that people do, please, once I see through it, I just move away. So coming back to the, my point is that removing myself from said woman 
that was in community with me that felt a bit threatened by the sexuality and said that she toned down my sexuality because a man told me that she toned down my sexuality. A strange man that we would not know in the club, he's right, you should calm down your sexuality. That means that you're basic and you don't have sexuality. So you want somebody that has it to tone down so you can feel better about yourself. I don't ever encourage people to be around people that, that feel the need for you to reduce yourself in order for them to be comfortable. It means that we're not on the same frequency. And if we're being honest, you're not worthy of my energy. Why not hang out with people your own size? A lot of people are ambitious, but ambitious in the wrong way, in the sense that they, are, they, they try to achieve something without doing the work. Yuck. I'm not a bare minimum person. Never will be. Never have been. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe I've been sitting on words for a while. I definitely did have a week of close to silence because it's been a re a re analysis of my life and my energy. And I didn't I didn't re release an episode last week at all. I just said I'm going to feel into things. But I'm so surprised by the things I'm saying as a result of this topic. But I realize the bane of my existence is other people telling other people how they should be when said people are not even themselves. Because if you were a person that was yourself and were happy with yourself, you wouldn't look at other people to see how they can be. It's only if you are trying to hold them accountable based on the blind spots that you see them not seeing. Do you get me? Community is important. Anyway, so moving away from the said person that said that thing, which stayed with me, hmm, I moved to where I was hyped. I moved to where I was um, accepted. And I said to myself that if there's resistance to this thing inside of me at that time, then I don't know what happened. I think it's because I went celibate or something. I just stopped. When I was celibate for that year, not thinking about men or anything, I don't really like men like that. I like divine men. I've not met them because I've not evolved emotionally that much to be on that level yet, I've realized. So, yeah, celibacy is still the thing that I'm doing, right? But, like, when I switched up from anything sexual for a full year and a half, I really lost my spark. I lost my spark. I lost my light. I lost my glow. I lost my will to live without knowing that I lost it. I was just moving through life. But there was always this emptiness, right? Then I went for a party and I met this guy just for the night. I didn't, we didn't, nothing happened afterwards. But what happened that was different was that I came alive because I felt sexy flirting with a guy. Yeah, I love to flirt. I'm an Aries Venus and an Aries sun. I felt sexy flirting with a guy. I'm very like, yeah, flirtatious. It's natural once again. And I enjoyed feeling on fire by being that way. I enjoyed seeing the reaction of the guy. And once again, studying the impacts that I had, like my energy. And he always, honestly, I didn't know how blind I was to my energy until I started observing the impact on people. Now I know that because when I used to have my autistic meltdowns, I don't think I've mentioned... I think we've spoken about me being autistic, right? When I when I used to have my autistic meltdowns in the past and I would be shouting in an environment full of people, I couldn't understand that I was making more of an impact than I thought I was. Do you get what I'm saying? <sighs> Life is so crazy. But my point is, I was on fire from flirting with that guy and I realized that, okay, I need my fire back. But it's not through flirting with men. It's through what makes me feel fired up. If sexual energy is the same as creative energy, you can then divert your sexual energy into creative 
projects into creativity you know what i'm saying you're being you're celibate you're not utilizing sexual energy in that way so you utilize sexual energy through creation through projects through art through expression once i clocked that i started doing acting classes i mentioned that i've been creating so much i feel turned on daily you know in fact i'll be honest with you and tell you that sex doesn't turn me on that much i don't know like it's not my thing it's not my thing like how i mean is that i enjoy it i enjoy the idea of it but like i feel like and this is me once again seeing myself as as extra special i truly feel like i meant to be kind of like a celibate priestess based on what i spoke about before saying that i know where i come from a long line of women that were really into different things do you get what i'm saying but celibacy just seems to be something like i'm i'm aware of or i know of I and I remember this because while in secondary school, I high school, sorry, I forgot what I was talking to. Well <laughs> while in high school, I used to like oscillate between feeling nonish and feeling horish. <laughs> I used to <laughs> this is so real. This is me really sorry. I used to oscillate between feeling like a non, nothing, pure, everything or the the picture of pure and then feeling horish there was no in between you know i've always oscillated between that and i feel like that's based on past lives which i really think we should talk about as a topic another time so i'm going to write that down but what <laughs> horish and nonish point being is that i've always had this thing about celibacy i've always had this thing about how like if i'm having sexual um moments with people I like, okay intercourse with people yuck sexual moments with people if i'm having that not with people with a person with a special person i want it to be that this person is my person i want it to be to be that this person is a divine person this person is tapped into something that people are not tapped into do you get me i want an extraterrestrial divine partner <laughs> once i as a woman, I removed the male perspective, male gaze from my expression, plus we're able to unpack the internalized misogyny amongst women in community in regards to other women's expression of their sexuality. I was able to actually find power again in my sexuality. I was able to be aware and know that I can still feel sexual without partaking in sexual activities. I can still feel on fire without finding a man. And honestly, I really just like to admire men. I don't, I've never had the need to commit, even though I, yeah, I'm not very, please. I'm not very patient in that sense. I, I, I come across, or parts of me come across as wanting a relationship, but real parts of me don't. So, yeah. So understanding all of that made me re-understand my relationship with my sexuality. And as a result, I am now self-generated in terms of sexual power. I don't need to be turned on. I am turned on at all times because I've tapped into that vortex of conversion of sexual energy into creative energy and i'm finding fulfillment and even let's say an orgasm from finishing creative works yeah yeah and if you know me but and you should know me by now if you've if you're listening to this podcast 
I do so many things. From when I started, I started off as a photographer. And then I did Photoshop stuff. I was popular as that for a while. Then I started to do motivational videos. And that came to me so naturally. And I was like, oh, why am I not doing something fun? Why am I doing something that is kind of like telling people what to do? I've always been focusing on the wrong audience. Because if I didn't focus on the wrong audience, I'd have just been as confident in what I was doing in these videos like I am now with the podcast. But everything is just meant to be the way it's meant to be. Point being, and sometimes I lose my train of thought, by the way. Point being is that, um, what is your right word? <laughs> I am very creative. Photography, yes. Then I started to teach myself how to paint. Most of the things that I, teach my, that I, I like creatively, I've taught myself. Photography was self-taught. And then I took some courses. That I, I like to take like little short courses in things. That's how I do my thing. Photography, um, what do you call it? painting music writing writing books writing poetry anything i love it film me oh film that's always been my first love filming movies shows i do so many things so this is what a highly sexual being looks like a, a highly sexual being is a highly creative being bringing it back to michael jackson and his crutch why do you think he liked to do all of that he was feeling it he was in tune he was in the groove He's highly sexual through all of that and highly creative because nobody can even put down Michael Jackson's creativity. Same thing with Beyonce. Same thing with Chloe Bailey. Chloe stays producing and writing her own music. How many, people, how many things are people doing? That's the, thing that, that's the thing that makes me laugh and this is where I will end it. Being sexy is empowering for me. It's my natural energy. It's my original energy. Listening to people, making that mistake, listening to people that don't know themselves, neither do they know their energy. Diverted me from being in tune with my energy for about a year and a half, cutting me up from anything that lit me up with fire. Once I got it back, because sometimes you meet people that open up different aspects of you and then you come online, right? So once I met a certain person, I just put it up. Don't ever put, don't ever like, romanticize the person that brought that thing people are messengers they come and they go romanticize the message not the messenger okay so when that person came and the light came back on i held on to it and i utilized it instead of putting it into romance and you know physical intimacy with people i put it into my art and as a result i've steadily been building that and have been turned on since like i'm genuinely happy to wake up now because i'm thinking what new creative stuff can i do this week or today what would I learn? You know, I have courses I can learn. I'm, I'm doing a painting diploma, all of that. Girl, please utilize, know your energy. Utilize that energy. Direct it in the right place. Know that sexual energy is creative energy. Sexual energy is healing energy. Do you want to be more sexual? Do you want to tap into that? Allow it. It's an allowance. That's how you're in your feminine energy, by allowing, by receiving. So, that shift from masculine energy to feminine is where I am now. And as a result, I'm creating more. And as a result, I'm knowing that I don't need to be, I don't need to have any masculine energy around me right now. Especially masculine energy that I don't I want to trust mine. I want to just be me for it for some time. I want to focus on me. Like there's so much the all the things that I'm looking for outside doesn't compare to what is inside here that needs raveling and unraveling. Do you get me? that's where i would end it like be yourself like be in control of your energy know your energy don't listen to what people are saying that's what people do not know shit
be in your power, know your power, locate your power. Sexual energy is a power for all women, all women. Once it's off, you're not really a creator. You don't really, you know, you, you can't really birth things. Come on. Like, there are so many courses you can take on, you know, being able to be sexually expressive. Sally Mustang is so good with that. I really like her and her erotic expression with her husband. You know, there's so many courses you can do that with. So feel free to open your mind, open your heart, and open your yoni. Feel free to embrace being sexy like Chloe Bailey. Woo! Take care. Bye.